From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and this is FT News. Well, investors are still jittery about the UK's decision to leave the European Union. Against that background, Andrew Tyree, the influential head of the UK Parliament's Treasury Select Committee, has waded into the debate and criticised the UK government over its handling of the exit negotiations. Well, our banking editor, Martin Arnold, has been talking to Andrew Tyree, and he's with me in the studio now to talk about Mr Tyree's concerns and how well-founded they really are. Martin, the chair of the Treasury Select Committee, has been expressing some frustration with the government's tactics over Brexit negotiations. Yeah, a sign of a rift within the ruling Tory party over the strategy, I think it's fair to say, on the Brexit negotiating position that the government is adopting. Andrew Tyree, who's one of the most influential backbench MPs, told me that this secrecy that the government is maintaining around its negotiating position is extremely unhelpful and causing damage to the UK economy because it's creating uncertainty and it's hurting the country's ability to attract investment and causing big companies to question whether they should move some activities out of the UK. Well, let's hear exactly what Andrew Tyree had to say. We're leaving and we need to begin a discussion about where we want to arrive. It's a good idea to have it worked out and to have discussed it with the passengers and crew before you take off. That's why Parliament is right to want to be involved and it should be permitted to express a view. Not on Article 50, but Parliament should express a view on the main planks of its negotiating position. I think that will immeasurably, certainly strengthen our hand. I think the uncertainty is carrying a price in any case. You've only got to look at what the BBA and this and others are saying. A very large numbers of firms are saying this and I don't think they're all making it up. And I think that the arguments for secrecy probably derive from the inability at the moment to get to agreement more than they do from any deep belief that this will add to our negotiating strength. I'm being told informally that a number of continental banks and financial counterparties, not only banks, may well start lobbying their own governments for exactly the same, because they've recognised the deleterious shock effect for them. But that process can't be put underway until we clarify our broad direction of travel. So the strength of the points that they might want to make to their own governments is weaker. Now, Martin, this latest pronouncement from Andrew Tyree is not in a vacuum. I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes in terms of companies and financial organisations in particular, isn't there, right now? Yeah, and there was some good news recently from the Japanese car maker Nissan, which is committed to building two new models up in its plant in Sunderland, potentially expanding that plant. So that's been welcomed by some of the Brexiters as a ringing endorsement of the prospects for the UK even after Brexit. However, Mr Tyree warned that he's heard from the British Bankers Association, the main lobby group for the banks, that executives have got their hands quivering over the relocate button. And he feels that this uncertainty around the government position is hampering our efforts to keep companies investing in the UK. And also, he feels that it's hampering the ability of continental European businesses to lobby their own governments because 
the answer from those governments, if they were to lobby them, would be just, well, we don't know what the British want. So he's calling for much more transparency and a full and proper debate in Parliament over that. And this week we've seen more pressure being applied to the government by the Japanese ambassador to the UK who said, with reference to the Nissan announcement, more than general reassurances are called for at this stage to ensure the Japanese investment presence in the UK is not diminished for lack of consultation and information sharing. So a plea there for more information from the Japanese. One more bit of good news that we should mention, of course, is at least to maintain stability, Mark Carney's agreement to stay on for an extra year beyond the original five-year term to 2019 at the Bank of England. There was a lot of concern in the city in particular that had Mark Carney chosen to leave as originally planned in 2018, having come under pressure from some Brexiters to leave early, that would have caused ructions in the currency markets in the short term, but also among investors, I think, as well. Yeah, he's staying longer than he initially planned, but he's not staying as long as he could have done. And so it's a bit of a compromise there. He's leaving shortly after the UK is expected to leave the EU. So there could still be some volatility around at that time, but it's better than leaving halfway through the Article 50 process. Indeed. This is an abridged version of the FT's Banking Weekly podcast, which you can download from ft.com slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.